Good blessed day to you all and a warm welcome to the Greylet Cafe podcast brought to you by Frontinus Limited. Frontinus is a communications consultancy focused on engineering, infrastructure, sustainability, and research. With you today is Inji Musa, political scientist and teaching associate at Cambridge University, and I'm very honored to be accompanied by Mr. Anthony Haynes, creative director of Frontinus, in this edition of our podcast, which focuses on managing emails. Greeting, Mr. Anthony. Greetings, Inji. So for today's episode, we have both prepared our top three main tips on how to manage emails. And we decided to share them on reverse order. So we go with bronze, silver, then closing with gold. So Mr. Anthony, the floor is yours. What is your bronze tip for us today? My bronze tip is um, an extremely easy one to implement, and it makes a big difference to productivity. Most people have loads of emails that they subscribe to over the years, newsletters and special promotions and all this kind of thing. So the tip is just go through and methodically unsubscribe from all these emails. I'll give you an example. I used occasionally to travel on trains on Great Western Railways, and I subscribed to the emails hoping I'd get special offers so I could buy cheap tickets. Well, I don't think I've ever bought a cheap ticket from Great Western Railways, and I don't even go on Great Western Railways anymore. So, But <laughs> I was still getting the email, you know. And so actually just going through and unsubscribing these things... Let me explain why it makes a difference. The obvious reason is if it takes you a minute to read an email, well, that's a minute that you've lost from your work. But actually, there's some research in psychology about distraction that shows if you break off from one thing to do another, it takes time to get your concentration back and get back in the flow when you return to your original activity. So the loss of time is far greater than the time it takes to read this email that you don't need to read anyway. So that's my bronze tip is just unsubscribe from all this stuff. And what about you? What's your bronze tip? I think mine is more organizational, but Just before I move to that, I completely agree with your point, to be honest. And if there is even one main thing for me, it's that it doesn't really keep my inbox very compacted. So it's kind of freer. Mm. So I can Mm. actually notice the important emails quickly. Okay, so my bronze tip is placing emails into relevant folders. Mm -hmm. Again, kind of maybe echoing some of what you said, Professor. So it really saves time because, again, once I open my inbox... I see what is to be read, what is important, but also it helps me even on the long term because once I want to look for an email, I just look into my relevant folder directly. So I have, for example, uh, folders for emails coming from students, other for publications, etc. So that helps me in the first instance to have a proper and clean inbox, but also once I want to find an important email, I don't have to do so much. Do you have any experience yourself into like managing from that organizational side? Uh, yes, I do. To be honest, I heard you make that point before once and it changed my practice. Uh, I don't do things quite the way you do because I don't like using folders very much. I do a bit. Mm-hmm. But after I'd heard you make that point, I created a new folder called Red. And so what I do is an email comes into my inbox. When I've read it, I put it into the red folder and then I'll deal with it in due course. And that means the only emails in my inbox are the unread ones. And I just find it so 
much more relaxing not having as you've said not having all this stuff lurking in your email making you feel guilty because you haven't done anything about it so that has really yes, worked for yes, me yes. thank you excellent okay thank you so much for that makes me feel good to know that <laughs> what i say is being carried into account <laughs> thank you. okay professor so from bronze to silver what is your silver tip for us today um the silver one is to avoid thinking of email as the only communication medium that you have available Um, I'm thinking here of a construction company that I did lots of communication training in. And uh, some people were getting very frustrated at not getting replies and not getting sort of good reciprocal communication with some of their colleagues about very important things, actually, like getting invoices out. And (laughs) when I asked them, okay, so you send an email to someone and then you don't get a reply, what do you do? And they said rather sheepishly, well, we send another email. <laughs> and then I said, okay, fair, fair enough, you know, quite sensible. But what do you do if they don't reply to that? And then they said, well, we send another email. And it seems to me at a certain point, you have to say this isn't really working, is it? This email thing. And I need to try something else. My favorite is actually phoning people up, um, which is, this will make me feel very old. But when I was young, that's what we did because no one had invented email. So we just phoned each other up all the time. These days, that's quite unusual to do that. But the fact it's unusual means it makes a bit of an impact on people. Like they think, oh, he's phoning me up. So he's pretty serious about this. And what I find there is two things happen. First, you can hear in their tone of voice what the truth is. So if someone sends back an email saying, yeah, I've nearly finished and I'll get it to you this afternoon you can hear in their voice whether it's true that they've nearly finished or whether they're just winging it and the other thing that happens is if someone just before this recording i sent an email to someone saying shall we set up a zoom meeting for wednesday but the problem with doing that is then hear reply and say yeah but i can only do after 11 and then i'll say well how about this and often you end up you know that's half a dozen emails and sometimes just having a phone call just Instead of having half a dozen emails, you just arrange everything in one phone call. Mm -hmm. It's not just phone calls. I actually find snail mail can make a difference. So some people respond better to some things than others. And a nicely presented letter on nice letterhead, some people respond to that. They give it a bit more value and it sort of sits on their desk until we're dealt with it and they want to deal with it to get it out of the way. So my, my silver point to put that in a nutshell is simply to say, avoid thinking that email is the only communication medium that you've got and try other things. Mm. Does that make sense to you, what I've just said? I mean, is that something you would, you would do? Uh, to be honest, I think it's, it's very, very important. Um, for me as an academic, we often just rely on emails because that's the mean we have. Professors do not really share other any other information <laughs> than emails. But I think we, we take it kind of as a general rule, while, for example, for admin members, they actually have their phones. Yeah. Uh, and you could find them out. And I tried that a couple of times, and it works splendidly. Echo particularly the point regarding uh, setting meetings, because as soon as you enter into kind of going back and forth mm. at that time, important for you not, well, your whole week is waiting for that meeting to be set, right? You yes. cannot but any other meetings on the schedule until you know when that is fixed. While in a phone call, even if it's a long phone call, still it's much, it will be much shorter than just hours and hours of kind of waiting back and forth. So completely agree with you, to be honest. Great. And what what about you then? What's What's your silver point? Okay, so my silver point is pretty simple, but for me it has been very effective, which is immediately delete 
any unimportant or unneeded emails, right? So, and even when actually there is an important email, like for example, you have an event announcement about an event that you want to attend, you just simply put it in your calendar and delete the emails. Again, it goes back to the kind of main point that we have been echoing so many times now, which is having a clean inbox, right? You don't want to just open your box and found hundreds of emails there that consumes your intellect by looking at like, have I replied to this or have I not replied to this? What should I say here? Oh my God, I forgot this one. If there is an event, put in your calendar, delete it. If there is an email that you're not going to respond to or you think it's unimportant, just, again, delete it immediately. And building on that as well, it's kind of, you mentioned about putting things into red folder once you re- you read them. Yeah. Uh, I have a, a little bit different approach. I only show my unread emails yes. in that respect. So they are all like in the inbox still, but I only see the unread ones, which also helps a lot in kind of getting things done quickly. Yes. Any thoughts on that? One? Yes, I th- I think there's a real advantage to that, which is in the European Union, there's some legislation called the GDPR, which is about information privacy, which, which I mean, to put it in a nutshell, it, it basically says you shouldn't keep people's data if you haven't got legitimate reason for doing it. And um, even, you know, in the UK now, we're not in the EU, but we still have that legislation on the statute book. And even if it gets removed, which I think it might do, we'll still have to abide by GDPR if we're dealing with companies or organisations within the European Union. And if you kind of don't keep on top of it, you have to periodically go through your emails thinking, now, do I need to keep that anymore? Or is that now redundant? And that that's just a, I mean, that's a really irksome and joyless activity. So just kind of delete the thing quickly is a good way of keeping on top of that. I like that. Yeah, that sounds very scary, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but I think, yeah, just simply deleting the email will will avoid us thinking of all these repercussions, I would say. Okay, so time for gold, Professor. The um, floor is yours. Okay, the gold one is simply use your prime time to do something important. And I think most people agree the secret of time management is to get on and do the things that are important, even if they're not urgent. So rather than wait until they become urgent, just get on with them. And now, if you observe people in a work setting, come and sit down at their desk at nine o'clock or whatever, what's the first thing they do? Well, they read their emails and not only read them, they deal with them. And they say, I'll just, I'll just deal with my emails first. And of course, what happens is, by the time they've dealt with the emails, they start getting replies to the ones that they've sent in the first place, and it just goes on forever. And that normally, it's when you start work and you're you've just had a coffee, or as I'm now doing, I'm having a coffee while while working. And you're wide awake, and that's that's your prime time. Well, spending prime time just fiddling around with emails—that's a nonsense. You need to spend your prime time doing something that is really going to make a difference. I mean, in in my case, it might be, for instance, completing a sales proposal and getting that off. Because if a sales proposal is successful, I can make a big difference to my work and my company. So simply fiddle around with the emails later and concentrate in your prime time and actually doing something useful. And that will really make your productivity stand out in comparison to other people's productivity. It puts you ahead of the game, I think. How do you feel about that? Would that make sense to you? Or? Very much sense. I think that particularly the loop of kind of entering into the email world and not being able to get out quickly yes. 
it's just like a day-to-day challenge. Yes. Regardless of when you, you kind of start opening your, your inbox, but definitely when it's your, in your prime time in the morning or like in the afternoon, depending on your, um, your pattern, it really consumes a lot of time and a lot of attention. And it sometimes causes anxiety and stress if you receive an email that you need to prepare mm-hmm. um, for, which is which takes time. Yes. And you just feel like, okay, I have already scheduled something for today, but then this thing comes up. Yes, so that's right. You feel like very disturbed, but yeah, completely agree. That's right. So what, what about you? What's your goal tip? Uh, so mine is be disciplined and plan your procrastination. Sounds mm-hmm. very weird, uh-huh. but I will explain now. So basically, you kind of whatever email you receive is either important or unimportant, right? So if it's unimportant, we already said that just delete it and that's kind of deal with it. But then if it's important, there are again two things, whether you could reply quickly, it's kind of, yes, I will do it or uh, fine, etc. Or it requires some processing, right? It's it's kind of an important email. You need to submit a piece of work, for example, formulate an answer, reflect about something, find a solution. So in that respect, you usually say to yourself, okay, I need some time for this. I will reply later, right? But then every time you open your inbox, you say like, wow, that email is still there. I still need to reply to it. I still need some time. So the idea is kind of once you, you face an email which needs time, just put a deadline for yourself. Mm. Don't keep don't keep it like hanging. I need to reply later. I need to reply. Just put the deadline for yourself. Be disciplined and stick to that deadline. Be 24 hours, 48 hours. You decide to your deadline for yourself and put it and then move onward from there. Um, I think that saves a lot of time in terms yes. of when you open your email as well and see that email there. It also helps you achieve that task instead of just putting it uh, as important but not necessarily urgent. Um, and at the end of the day, it just gets some things done. And obviously, and that is very important for me, and I said it before today, is the idea of relieving some sources of stress, right? Absolutely. Important things, things that you have to do just unavoidably put you under stress. Whether you acknowledge it or not, it puts you under stress. And a big task is more stressful than any other task. Right? Mm. And when it takes time, then that's kind of, you are subconsciously being kind of on your toe, kind of when I'm going to do it, when I'm going to do it. Mm. But if you allocate from, from the first day a time, particular time for it or a deadline, then that eases things up and you could focus in the meantime other things until the deadline or the time you allocated for that task comes in. Does that sound kind of useful? Does that sound something you would do yourself? Or how do you manage these things? Yes, indeed. In fact, this is a, another example of where I, I'd heard you make that point before and then I put it into operation. So I don't do it religiously. I don't do it for every email, but I do it quite a bit. So I'll give you an example. On Friday, I had a few emails where they're not particularly difficult, but I just need to give them a bit of thought before I reply. And so what I've done is on my to-do list for today, Monday, I've got a little box called miscellaneous. And what I've done is listed those emails in miscellaneous. So when I get to that box today, I will deal with those emails. And I've had a bit of time to think Mm. about it. And what I find is sometimes my brain sort of thinks about them subconsciously, as it were, so that by the time I get to them, I've sort of worked out what it is I want to say. And that's very kind of efficient way of working when that happens. It strikes me, you know, um, a long time ago, I studied economics, and basically economic problems arise from scarcity of resources. And the kind of resources that people tend to talk about are things like scarcity of money, scarcity of land, scarcity of labor, and so on. But it seems to me that 
uh, there is something that authors have called the attention economy, which is to do with mm. the scarcity of attention. Like there's so many claims on our attention and we can't possibly give our attention to everything. So we have to have a sort of rationing system. And I think that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about the way of managing the, the scarcity of attention. Um, yes, now, we created some resources. So would you like to tell everyone where they are? Yeah, sure. So um, we posted them on a WordPress website called Write You Research. Um, now the URL for that website is going to be in the show notes. So if you open that link down below, then it will take you to a page called Emails Writing and Managing. And you will find there hopefully a lot of tips and other resources even to look at that will help you write and manage your email effectively. And yeah, I think that hopefully should mm. make you a better manager and take control yes. of your inbox uh, much better. I should say those are not just our own ideas. We also collated links to other sources of information and guidance on the internet. Yes, of course. Um, any final thoughts, comments you wish to share with our audience today on managing? Well, I think I'm probably done with my top, <laughs> my, my top ones. You, you want to save that? We want to save more for, for another time then. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds yeah. fair. Okay. Thank you very much, Mr. Anthony, for such an insightful edition today. Thank you. Thank you, Inji. Thank you all for listening. This was Inji Musa with Anthony Haynes. Grey Lit Cafe is edited by Dr. Bart Hallmark and produced by Frontinus Limited. Frontinus specializes in grey literature forms such as proposals, publications, papers, and reports. The music is from Handel's Water Music, courtesy of the United States Marine Band and Marine Chamber Orchestra. See you next time. Bye.